0: She's passionate about helping you become the best mama you can be, and is pulling back the curtain on experts' advice for every area of our lives, from eating for wellness, the best advice for littles, fashion and style, and everything in between. Get ready to get real. This is Not Your Mama's Podcast with your host, Christina Franci. Hey friends, welcome to this week's This week's episode of Not Your Mama's podcast, the title of this episode is Uncover the Hidden Potential to Manage Any Area in Your Life. And today I'm super excited to be talking to Amy Sanders. She is an entrepreneur at heart and a mastered certified business and life coach. Amy, it is such an honor to have you on. Can you give the audience a little bit more about your background and how you got to where you are today? Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try and do it in as much condensed, uh, manner as I can. So yes, I am a master certified life coach. I'm really obsessed with helping people see what their potential is. And then I, I say, I expose it. So I see your potential a lot better than, you know, when you find, look at someone, and you're like, Oh, I know what you can be. And then they think that they can't, I love yeah. showing them that they can, and then showing them the way. And it is uh, something that's evolved over time for over 20 years, I was in the fitness and wellness industry. I've taught and trained thousands and thousands of people. And really I would get tripped up with some people, how they would, they would respond so well. And then other people wouldn't to, you know, whatever workout or diet plan or whatever that I would give them. And I was like, why do some respond and some don't, Mm -hmm. it was all about the brain. It was all about how they were seeing themselves and how they were talking to themselves behind the scenes Mm -hmm. that dictated their success with their weight loss. And so that just got me even more excited, like, Whoa, okay. The brain has so much power.
0: Yes. (laughs) How can
1: we help more? You know? So now that's mostly what I do, but, um, so in a nutshell that is a very condensed story, but it started for me, I've had a lot of ups and downs in my life. I am a stepmom and a mom. So I have seven kids between me and my husband. It's a lot of kids. Busy busy. And <laughs> busy, busy. I've created a lot of successful businesses. And so when people look at my life now, they're like, oh, wow, she's you know achieved all these things. But really, it was like I had to take myself through my own journey. And I like to tell people that I'm a recovering people pleaser. We're never quite done. But it started at a really young age where I just got, I was always saying yes to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents taught me that no matter, like, if they're older than you, then they are your, um, geez, what's the word they would use? Basically, if they're older than you, then you respect them regardless. Like you're superior. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got in a really bad habit. I don't know if it's habit or conditioning, whatever, of just turning away from myself to please anyone and everybody else to -hmm. the point to where when I was 22 years old and I had been dating a guy for three weeks and he proposed, I said, yes. And my entire body said, no, my entire body was a nut and knots. And I, my gut was just like, ah, just, oh my gosh. so sick. And I said yes to marrying him because I didn't want him to feel bad if I told him no.
0: Right. Anyway, Yeah, no.
1: (laughs) So that's what I did. And then, uh, you know, that, that was like a whole other story. We can dive into that if you have more questions, but 11 years married to him, three kids, three kids later, I didn't even recognize myself. I would go teach people at the gym with their weight loss, all the things, but I was so far away from who I was as a person. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, then I was like, Wait, why do you think some people respond and others don't? And it just made me get really curious about myself, too. I'm like, well, look at where I'm at. Like, I look in the mirror and I don't even know who I am. And so, yeah. you know, I had to go through that process of discovery. Um, I ended up leaving him. It was a very unhealthy relationship. And, you know, from there, I built my life up. And it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey. I'm still on it, but uh, it's just, I'm so obsessed with helping people see what they can be and that it's possible. I was totally broke when I was married to him. I became more broke when I divorced him. Yeah. And then now I live a pretty dreamy lifestyle. So it's like, guess what? You can, I did. And I like to show you how. Perfect.
0: Yeah. No, I feel like you got to like go through it yourself in order to teach it so that you can show people that it is possible because it is possible and it's all a mental game. And so speaking about mental abilities and feelings, because I feel like it all ties in together, how can you manage your own feelings so
1: you can self-coach yourself in any area of your life? Yeah. I love this question. And the good news is that you totally can. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think it's some magic pill or something like, you know, if I go through all of this therapy or whatever, I'm going to figure this out. And really you can coach yourself. You can coach yourself through a lot of scenarios, most of them. Um, and it starts with going back to the brain. The brain can be rewired. So as, as a child, you take on certain beliefs and culture, all the different things, you know, that other people place on you and you decide how you feel about them as a child. Usually from, you know, your parents are like, okay, yeah, I believe that whether it's religion, money, whatever, and Mm -hmm. that becomes a belief and we hold on to that belief and it trips you up. So if you're listening to this podcast and you keep doing the same thing and you're not getting results, it's because your subconscious brain is telling you that they don't, your subconscious is like, yeah, I don't believe that. I believe this over here, you know? And so when it comes to rewiring your brain, best news is that you can, you have to get very, very curious of how you're actually thinking about Mm -hmm whatever it is. I like to think of your thoughts. So every single thought is connected to a feeling when you have a thought, you feel a feeling. If you're feeling a certain way, you got to question like, Hey, what's going on in my head? What am I actually thinking about? Mm -hmm. Get curious, get super curious and then pause. And I want to offer you like to look at your, your thoughts. I like to look at them as like a platter that's being served to me. And I get to decide which one I'm going to (laughs) eat, which one I'm actually going to take on. Right. Yeah. Sounds kind of silly. But when you look at it like that, you can disconnect the emotion and be like, okay, wait, do I really believe this or not? Truth is most of our thoughts are lies. Like the majority of them are lies. 90% of them are lies that we tell ourselves.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Like a really high percentage, right? So (laughs) if you're like, Hey, does this serve me? You can stop. And it does take a lot of practice. I'm saying this, you're like, that, that sounds so easy. It does take a lot of practice because you have to stop in your tracks. Why am I feeling like this? Okay. It's because I'm thinking this. Why am I choosing to think this? Is it true? Okay. If it's not true, what is something else that I can believe? And it might be that it's like a bridge thought, like I'm learning to love myself. I'm learning that I am worthy. I'm practicing, mm-hmm. you know, it's it can be a bridge thought, but when you get super hyper curious as to how you're speaking to yourself between yours, and a lot of people don't hear what you're saying in your head, right? Like yeah. it's like the ongoing mind clutter that's happening in your brain. So get curious and then understand that, yeah, that thought is connected to a feeling. Our feelings are where we take action. Yeah. Our feelings are where we decide to do or not to do, to act or react. And so if we understand that, then again, we can change our results. So for me in my life, I took on like this very strong belief that I, I couldn't speak up speaking Mm up wasn't okay. And if I do speak up, people tell me, no. and that really was my truth for a long time. If I asked for anything and my parents did the best job they could with what they had, they have their own stuff, you know, that. Led them to be how they were. But yeah, like if I would ask for something, they would tell me no and make me feel bad. So I'm like, okay, Amy, don't ask for anything. That's like the belief that I had going on.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, guess
1: what? You can't do everything by yourself all the time. I had to learn how to start asking for help. But so it's like if you take on that belief and you live by that, it's gonna trip you up. So if you're listening right now and you're like, yeah, I keep doing the same thing over and over again, it's because you have this strong belief. So if you can look at this scenario and say, okay, I act. From my feelings. Mm -hmm. My feelings are stemmed from a thought. I can choose to think a different thought and show up in a different way. And if I stay that path, I'm going to have different results.
0: Yeah, totally. It's almost like insanity. Like expecting like different results, but doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to, and I love that. You have to get curious. You have to get curious about why are you are feeling this? Where is it stemming from? Because if you don't stop and ask yourself these questions, it's just the, those cycles just going to keep repeating. And I feel like one of the ways to really like get in tune with yourself is like, be quiet with yourself, put all the distractions away. And honestly, A really powerful thing too, is looking at yourself in the mirror and looking dead into your eyes and having that conversation with yourself, like in the mirror, because it's actually really powerful because eyes are the windows to the soul, in my opinion. And like, if you just really look at yourself and and like say these things, looking at your eyes, I feel like you will find your answers a lot easier. That's just, that's just my opinion. But
1: yeah, I think think you're right on. I think you're right on. Your soul, uh along those lines, like your soul actually does speak the truth.
0: Yeah. Your and soul we have knows. to listen to it. We don't listen to it.
1: No, we, we we what's funny is that we like we have our body. So I'm very, I'm very into the body, as you guys know. Like everything yeah. body, I'm all in on. <laughs> and so your body will give you cues. Like even when my, you know, I was getting proposed to after three weeks, and I knew I shouldn't marry my entire body was screaming like, say no, say no, say no. But my brain was like. Yes. Yes. You need to please him. Say yes. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to marry him, but don't make him feel bad. You know, like I thought that I was not as important as his feelings. Like how I felt wasn't as important. I think we do that a lot. And like so many different areas of our life, we turn away from us and what our soul is trying to tell us, what our body's trying to tell us. And we listen to the brain, but the brain has so much crap going on. Most of it lies like, you know. Another thing I want to talk about is, um, affirmations. So affirmations are good. Yeah. Okay. But if you don't believe the affirmations, they're not going to stick. So if you're sitting there saying all these affirmations all the time, oh, if I say it enough, I'm going to believe it. There might be something in your past or in your life, or even you as a person that you need to forgive and let go of for Mm -hmm. those affirmations to stick. Yeah. So if you're just like, if I say this, so many times, then I'll start to believe it. And I'll start to show up in that space that can work. I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's usually not that effective. If you have a lot of baggage, you haven't cleared up. Yeah. You've got to forgive all that. And you've got to give yourself grace. You've got to give other people grace and say, okay, that doesn't serve me. I'm letting go when I'm forgiving, understanding that forgiving is for you so that you can feel lighter, you can feel more free mm-hmm. and you can move forward.
0: Totally. So, how can we uncover and use our own strength and unique personality in mm-hmm. our businesses and also in our life?
1: Yeah. So another thing that um, I love to teach is we all have unique strengths, all of us. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't already done this, I highly recommend you do. It's called the strengths finder test. <laughs> like if you look up strengths finder, it's by Gallup and you can take these strengths and see what they are. So often we work really hard on weaknesses or things that we're not good at instead of focusing on what our strengths are. If we were to hone in on our strengths and move with those strengths, like exposing those on a deeper level, you're going to move so much faster and farther in your life Mm -hmm. and let go of the things you're not good at. Like one thing that I'm like, guess what? I have learned, I am never going to be great Patience. It's just something that's like really not ever going to be a strength in my life, (laughs) but that's okay. That's okay. Like I can still like work on that enough to where it serves me. But if I focus on what I'm good at, which, uh, some of my top strengths are activator and, uh, um, activator, achiever, and woo woo's like people, if I focus on that, I'm going to be able to touch more. I'm going to be able to do more. I'm Mm -hmm. going to be able to be more then focusing in on like, because so often we're taught, like, okay, stay within the lines, color within the lines. Um, you're not being very patient. It's like, okay, but what if your personality that's like goes against your grain?
0: Yeah. And that's okay. It's- like understanding it, <laughs> being like,
1: okay, I now know that this is something that I'm not like analyzing, also not my jam at all. Yeah. But I now know that because I've taken the strength finder test. So the whole, the whole idea is. Yeah. Learn what your strengths are. And there's multiple ways you can do this. So strengths is like number one, I tell you guys to do it It costs like 20 bucks. It's totally worth every penny. And then you start to learn like, okay, so what does that look like? in, you know, when I'm working with people, what does that look like when I'm working by myself? What does that look like in my business? And you start to expose those. Mm -hmm. If you need help exposing you those, guess what? I'm your girl. I help you do that. I'm really good at that. But again, Activator achiever, right? That's my, yeah. <laughs> those are so <laughs> Um But another thing you can do that I, it's a little bit scary, but I highly recommend it is get on Facebook and ask your peers, hey, this is, it is scary. You have to realize, yeah. yeah. Back. Ask them, hey, what are the things you think I'm best at? To Facebook, just as just out there. You just make a comment or a post saying, Hey, I'm really curious what you see that I'm good at. What am I good at? You'll be surprised at what people see, but you'll also, and people totally comment. Good news. I've never had anything negative happen. It's scary. You're like, okay, <laughs> people didn't just like, cause you're not saying, tell me all the things it's like I'm you're good at, at sucking. know, <laughs> 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 Suck- But it is, it's a very vulnerable place to be, yeah. but these are people that know you. And they give you a good idea of things that you're good at. And you can look at that and be like, okay, so how can I move in a better direction on how to like do more of that? Those things that I'm good at. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey friends, I hope you are enjoying this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. This podcast would not be possible if it wasn't for the support of you, my wonderful community. To support your mama's podcast, please click the support link right down below and you can donate just as little as 99 cents. Also follow me in the Shop Like to Noah app where you can follow me with all my exclusive content all the way from baby products I love, fashion and style and everything in between. Now let's get back to the episode. Yeah, no,
1: that's good. That is there. a good thing
0: because people see what you don't see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no. That's You're str- like-
1: oh, that's the other thing. Good point. Good point. Okay. So strengths, a lot of times you don't even know their strengths because they're natural to you. It's just, you yeah. just do them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But other okay. people admire
0: because yeah. they notice. Exactly. Um, so I think another important thing, like, you know, for this whole process thing is, um, is how to set boundaries with yourself and with others. I know that's a constant thing that, you know, especially as women, we're learning how to do and navigate, um, our boundaries. So how can we, how can we do this? How can we set the boundaries in a healthy way?
1: Yeah. First of all, I like to, I like analogies. So I like to look at the boundaries as like, a lot of people look at them like they're being mean. Well, if I say this to someone, they're going to be upset. They're not going to like me. I I'm going to look like, you know, I'm not going to swear on your podcast, but okay. like a mean person. A jackass. <laughs> but, <laughs> I was like, you know, so people like shy away from those. And also, especially if you're a people pleaser, like I have been like you, Feel like you have to please everybody and make everyone Mm -hmm. else happy at the expense of yourself. So boundaries are not that boundaries are just saying, Hey, this is what works for me. And this is what doesn't. And so if you look at boundaries, like you have a house and now you have like a fence that goes around the house, you're telling them you can't jump over my fence. You just have to walk through the gate.
0: Mm -hmm. So if
1: you can walk through the gate and walk into my house, then that's great. So when it comes to boundaries, if you're feeling like, Um, if you're feeling frustrated or if you're feeling anger is another thing that like people are pushing your boundaries. So you have to look at a resentful, if if you're being super resentful, it's probably because you don't have strong boundaries either with yourself, others, both. Mm -hmm. And so you have to say what works for you versus what doesn't. And really it's just like, so a perfect example of a boundary is say you have a friend who is late all the time. And now you're super resentful towards this friend because you're like, she doesn't respect my time. She's always late. And now I'm going to be late to a movie. And then you're really upset because you're late to the movie because she showed up late again, but being late to her is not a really big deal. So it doesn't bother her, but it totally bothers you. Mm -hmm. And you're feeling like she's like stepping all over your boundaries. Okay. So what you could do is say, Hey, Ashley. I am going to be leaving my house at six o'clock to go to the movie. I would love to have you join us, but we will be leaving at six o'clock.
0: Yeah, or you can just tell her
1: the wrong time. <laughs> I know, but is that really respecting your boundary? If you do that, you could do that, but you're like saying, if hey, the you show's get. at
0: five thirty, but you know it's at six, and so if you say five thirty, she'll show up at six. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but really, you want to you want to put the boundary in place, right? Like this is yeah, what that I'm is doing. true. That's kind I of I want like, you to yeah. come that's, you still not being true to yourself. Like you're like, okay, I'm going to like shift it so that she shows up in time. Like, it's still like, you're not being totally off. Like, yeah. That's okay.
0: true. You're trying to control. The situation. Yeah. So if you
1: just say, Hey, this is what we're doing. And this is, I love to have you there. I love your company. You're not saying you're late all the time. I hate it when you're late, but you are saying this is where I'm, what I'm leaving. Now, when she comes to your house at six o'clock and you're gone, guess who's not going to be late anymore? her friend. And she's going to also say, Hey, wow. Okay. Yeah. She wasn't kidding. All right. She's not kidding. People are on time to the things that like they feel are important. Right.
0: Yeah. So that's just
1: another scenario. Another scenario that I want to speak of this personal experiences. I don't, um, I don't like to hang with people that talk trash on other people. It's just not my vibe. It's not where I want to live. And so, um, this was a really hard boundary that I set. I was at this breakfast and there were some people really talking poorly about, it was actually a teenage girl that lived in my neighborhood and she was my friend's daughter. And although I wasn't going to like run home and call my friend back, Oh, guess what they were saying? Cause then I would be doing the same thing they're doing. Right. So I didn't want to do that, but I got quiet and I just sat there and like, whatever. And so after the breakfast ended in my heart, I was like, Hey, I don't love spending my time in that space, that negative yeah. space is not where I want to spend my time. So mm-hmm. that was a boundary I put in place for myself. I'm not going to go to breakfast with them anymore because I don't like how I feel in that conversation. Yeah. I didn't add to the negative conversation. So I held my own like integrity there, but I was like, that's what I'm not going to do. Now, one of them texted me later with a like this long text, you know, <laughs> saying all this stuff about, please don't tell so-and-so did it, did it, did I have like, you know, sometimes my tongue gets the best of me, but it was like in a manipulative way Yeah, and I didn't like it. And so I'm like, here's another boundary I have to put in place. So I responded, I am not talking to her, but also if you don't want, um, if you don't want this type of stuff to spread, then you probably shouldn't say it exactly exactly that's what I said now that was a hard thing she took it very personal and truthfully our relationship suffered for a while because of that I didn't know that it hurt her so bad but at the same time my well, point is she this, feels guilty talking shit I, it's true yeah, like you got she called did. out you didn't have someone else like to like talk totally with you and either. She, So and I, just
0: got your feelings hurt because it wasn't the response she wanted so
1: yeah she wanted me to like of course I'm not gonna say anything she wanted me to feed her like insecurity right well I didn't do it I didn't do it. And then she was weird towards me for a number of months. I had to call her out later and be like, hey, we need to talk. But when I said that, when I said, hey, we need to talk, and we did talk, she said, I felt terrible after you sent that text back to me. Like, you hated me. I said, I didn't hate you, but I was putting a boundary in place. And This is important because some people are going to look at this and be like, yeah, people are going to hate me if I put a boundary in place. Guess what? She was very uncomfortable. But at the same time, in that same conversation, she said, but I also. So totally respected you so much. Yeah. Because you said something to me and it made me stop in my tracks and look at how I was talking about people. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, that was the strength of the boundary. Of course, our relationship was a little bit shaky for a minute there, but now today, she respects me more because I said what I needed to say." It was hard for her to hear, and that will happen when you're putting boundaries in place. But also we now have an awesome relationship better than we ever had before. Oh, that's perfect. That's awesome. And I think it's because we respect each other, right? Like so we've we've gone our we've gone down this path of growth, but I want to offer that because when you put in that boundary, it does get uncomfortable. It's going to be uncomfortable in the beginning because it wasn't there before. Yeah. Um, but if you stay firm and you do it with love, then everything's gonna be okay. And then you have more, it's like it gives you an opportunity to grow in that relationship. If it's meant to grow. Exactly. It's a good,
0: it's a good tester for relationships as well. Um, No, I love that story. Thank you so much for sharing it. So I have four questions that I ask all my guests and I'd love to know your
1: answers. Um, the first one is who and what inspires you? Okay. Honestly, it's kind of a funny answer, but, um, so Jim Rohn, he's now passed away, but he is the person who inspired me starting in my early, early twenties because of the way he impacted the world with good. Mm -hmm. And so he still is someone that inspires me, even though he's passed on. And yeah, that is why is because of the way he loved people, the way he talked about people, the way he was so powerful with everything that he did and said. And so he is someone that still inspires me. Perfect.
0: Yeah. They don't have to always still be living to keep the inspiration going. Um, so my second question is what is something you
1: wished you knew when you were younger? That it was okay to say no. And it was okay to like, if I was feeling a certain way to feel it and to talk about it.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, perfect answer for our conversation today. And then, um, my third question to you is what's the essential part of your daily routine?
1: So my essential part is when I wake up, I do a few things every single day, no matter what Uh, the first one is I, I meditate, even if it's only for a few minutes Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: then I move from meditation. I move right into my 10 dreams journal. These are the goals that I have that I'm working on Mm -hmm. and I say I'm in a place of now. So I, you know, it's like in the present moment, I -hmm. own a beachfront property as an example. Okay. Uh, The next thing I do after that is I move into my gratitude journal, three to five things that I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I feel it. I feel the gratitude, so it puts me in a really good headspace. Then I read for um, however I feel like I can during that time. I read something very um, empowering and uplifting, and after that, I do my workout. That's Perfect. what I do every day. Yep, that's a that's
0: awesome. That's an awesome routine. I try to I try to do that too, but sometimes the kids just you know get right in there. And, kids, and I and know. I, and then I gotta like adjust and do some things at night. I can't do it all in the morning. And sometimes when I want to get up. Early at 5 30, it's like, why are you up at 5 32? It's like they like know that I'm like getting up or something. Anyway,
1: the kids, the kids, the kids. I know yeah. you do have to adjust and give yourself grace though. Sometimes exactly. Yes. You have to, yes. you have to give yourself okay. grace. Hmm? Um, so the fourth question is the best advice you've ever received. The best advice I've ever received was actually a quote (laughs) and it was a quote from Napoleon Hill and it was whatever the brain can conceive and believe it can achieve. Oh, I'd like that that. was another thing. Yeah. That was another thing that I learned in my early twenties is like, and it stuck with me like what? Okay. So if I can conceive it, I just need to believe it. And if I can do those two things, then I can achieve it. So that was something I read a long time ago that stuck with me. No, I love that. That's perfect. Well, Amy,
0: thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I have all of her links down below in the show notes. Don't be shy. Go say hi. And thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. And I hope to see you all in the next one. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Not Your Mama's Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you in the next one.